hello, welcome to Sustainable 136. Welcome yourself to Sustainable 136. Oh, how the devil were you when I was away on holiday? Oh, sad, lonely, oh, sad and blue. bereft. Oh dear me, how are you this Mournful. week? Mournful, worse. Yes, yeah, <laughs> a lot yes. worse. We are your friendly little environment podcast, all about people and the planet. And why, despite everything being nosed, we are prepared to have a little chuckle about it every now and then, ain't we all? Yes, yes, we uh, are. Bad time to drink a uh, thing of water. Sorry. What are we going to be cautiously optimistic about this week? We're not going to be cautiously optimistic about it. Well, I'm not. Anyway, we're going to be absolutely singing from the rooftops about it because we are talking about the school strike for the climate. Oh, now we'll find out all about this, won't we? Are but it yeah. has been ever so exciting. Yeah. Do you know what it is now? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when was it? It was last last week, wasn't it, that you didn't know what this was? We'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, so we're going to talk all about that. A bunch of school kids all over the shop have been not going to classes and instead standing around with placards making nuisances of themselves, oh all because God. of climate change. And I think... Oh, my God. What? No, carry on. <laughs> I think it's... Well, you'll find out what I think. Um, so just before any of that, just the usual disclaimer. We do work for environmental charities, don't we all? Yeah. But these are very much our own views. So if you've got any beef with what me or all say, don't write them down in shaky hands on paper and give them to our bosses and say that they should do something about it. Just come <laughs> and have a go at us and we can stand up for ourselves. Yes? Absolutely. Right. Let's uh, get to class. Or not. Or, or not. That's the case. Y- yeah, yeah. Anti Inhoff of the Week. So, Anti Inhoff of the Week, this is the section where we celebrate the excellent people out there fighting against the torrent of shit that is, you know, the news and politics and what the planet's doing or what we're doing to the planet, and instead standing up for all the good things and being amazing and providing us with hope and wow it doesn't come much more hopeful than this week dave does it i must say oh i must say must you this is a reason to be cheerful it sounds like it yeah yeah here's what's happened when you see so many people around you here today you know we're concerned about the future i mean people assume that youth the youth don't care about politics they don't care about the future but you know we're showing otherwise when do we want it now what do we want it's, imp- it's important this year at school because we're in year 11 but uh, this is more important because what use is education when you're living on a dying planet what we were listening to just there was the school strike for the climate. Now, this is a thing started by one lonesome school child in Sweden, that there, Greta Thunberg, uh, 15 at the time. Last year, I think, she just did a one-person protest outside the Swedish parliament uh, saying, right, on Fridays, I'm not going to go to school anymore. I'm going to come and protest uh, for the climate. I'm going to strike for the climate until you guys inside start taking it seriously and doing stuff. Now, this has caught the imagination of people all over the planet and has snowballed into a movement which uh, finally has even made it to this miserable country where uh, on Friday, just gone, as we record, uh, about 10,000, 15,000 school children across the country 
said, sorry, teachers, we're not coming in today. We're going to our town centres and we're going to wave placards around and say we would like a planet to live on, please, one that doesn't burn us. Uh, and um, until you start behaving better, this is it. So, like, mass demonstration. Yeah. Bunch of school kids. Strikes. Strike. Well, Right, we're going to come on to whether it's a strike or oh, not. God, here, but, bun- here comes the economist. Bunch of, bunch of school kids. The important point is not whether it was a strike. The important point is bunch of school kids decided that they would rather not sit down all day and read school books, but they'd rather be outside in the warm, late winter sun protesting things. And I think that's a reason to be cheerful. Oh, Mr Byron, don't be such a big girl's blouse. <laughs> Come on, tell me what you really feel. Like you've you've got something on your chest. No, no, I think right. So look, it's it is brilliant. It is brilliant. Now look, go back and listen to episode one hundred and thirty-five, Ol, where we talked about the Green New Deal. Do you remember? Yep. Talked about that big thing going over in America. Yep. And one of the things we remarked then, and we didn't actually mention the school strike a little bit in that episode. Yeah. I had not heard of it. I you confess. hadn't heard of it. No. Now have because it's been everywhere. One of the things we concluded that episode talking about was how basically you and I are done, mate. <laughs> We are are finished. We are old and wrinkly um, and past it. And what we are now seeing is the passing of the baton, not before blinking time, to a bunch of young people who are irked and who are, it appears, putting climate change and environmental stuff like right at the heart of their identity kind of politics-y shouty stuff. Do you remember like you're a bit bit younger than me? It it reminds me, you know what it reminds me of? What it reminds me of is when I was a nipper, the equivalent of this for me was testing on animals cosmetics like the body shop and all of that mm. which was a thing that like people like it was just massive amongst a sort of young demographic of young demographs <laughs> what's the word i'm after kids um and children. <laughs> children but no not that sort of like you know 14 to 16 yeah. sort of thing it, it was the issue for people sort of coming of age basically yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like it was kind of much it became something much more totemic than just being about whether or not a few rabbits get lipstick put up their ass, right? It's <laughs> like about a sign of something. It got seized on somehow as a kind of sign of something. I don't even really know what it is. And it seems to me that climate change in particular, but environmental stuff more broadly, is having that effect now on kids. So be that in America, where they're all getting excited about climate action, or here, where they're all out on the streets going, up with this we shall not put, matey. Yeah, although this is, you know, literally a, a global movement, isn't it? This is a thing that oh, is has it? been... Huh? Is it? Yeah. It's on every, uh, as Greta has been saying, it's on every happening on every continent other than Antarctica. Why is it not happening there? Because there aren't people there. Fine. Um, but uh, well, there aren't alive people there anyway. I was reading about uh, Edward Wilson of the Antarctic the other night. That, that didn't end well, did it? Ooh, he. Bloody hell. You mean Scott, don't you? Well, he was Wilson was a doctor on uh, Scott's expedition. Yeah, right. Didn't have much to do then. Well, ultimately, no. <laughs> this has gone weird. <laughs> In about 175 years' time, they reckon that bit of the glacier where they died or they died is going to reach to the sea, and uh, their bodies will pop out. Well, uh, right. uh, how did I get to that? Uh, uh, Antarctica. Antarctica. Right. Uh, so it's happening everywhere. This, this isn't just a kind of disgruntled of Brentford getting worked up about a bunny. This is everybody going. <laughs> this is everybody going. 
Oh, so by the time I'm, you know, the age of Ol and to some extent Dave, there might not be any chance at all of stopping runaway climate change. That's quite scary. And as lots of the kids are quoted as saying, you know, I'm quite scared by the thought of there not being any Arctic in the summer or like no rainforests, both of which are reasonable propositions. So, yeah, it's a bit like animal testing, but I do think there's something a bit more existential about the whole of thing. Course. I mean, of course there is, of course there is. But um, I just think it's interesting that it's this sort of, it's symbolic as well as being a thing they're bothered about. It is like a, the thing that is the rallying cry for a new generation, it seems, at good. the moment. No, it is good. Good. It is a good thing. It's Magnificent. Very, it is a very, very good thing. Now, oh, um, how did the government deal with it? Uh, well, as per so much that they do at the moment, deftly, <laughs> sensitively, yeah. Uh, thoughtfully and efficiently. Yeah. What did Theresa May say? She said this. It is important to emphasise that disruption increases teachers' workloads and wastes lesson time that teachers have carefully prepared for. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I mean, can you think of anyone else who's been wasting precious (laughs) time, (laughs) potentially, you know, sort of delaying things that, they promised they would do yes. and then not really changing that thing thereby rendering that delay totally pointless and a waste of everyone's time. Uh, Michael Gove? Uh, no, no. I was thinking more of Theresa May. May. Yes, yeah. indeed. No, it's a particular irony that anyone involved in Brexit, particularly the person in charge, should accuse anyone else of wasting time. Um, but she wasn't alone. She wasn't the only Tory who was out there, or Tory-leaning person, who, when asked, do you think it's a good idea that the next generation of voters are prepared to uh, go out and protest about something, uh, reacted with the sensitivity and deafness of a brick falling down a flight of stairs. Yeah, and her old uh, old adversary, Andrea Leadsom, do you remember her? No. Uh, well, she's still around. She's, she's quite an important MP these days. But when she was trying to become leader of the Tory party, vying off against Theresa May, she did that thing where, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was basically like, well, I'm a mother, so I understand. <laughs> so, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, classy. Anyway, she's, uh, she, she's followed that up by retweeting a BBC News tweet uh, saying, climate strike, students across the UK walk out of school to call on government to declare a climate emergency. Uh, she's retweeted that with the comment, it's called truancy, not a strike. Which, you know... Arabella's got a cold. (laughs) Tells you everything (laughs) about how in touch she is. Uh, I mean, to be honest, even a bunch of other Tory MPs recognised how preposterous all this stuff was and were like, no, I think it's great to see kids out there, you know, doing things which they think are important. I think even Claire Perry, who is a climate change minister, uh, said that if it was 40 years ago, she probably would have been out there too, which I thought was a better way of dealing with it. Probably a lie. Probably a lie. Probably a lie. Interesting one, this, though. In it all, like if you are uh, them Tories, what kind of reacted in that kind of way? And they, they weren't alone. You don't have to be a Tory. Like you know, I'm sure a bunch of older people in general might have looked at these kids doing stuff and done some variation of, oh, you know, silly little things brainwashed by social media eco warriors, Blue Peter coming <laughs> over here, wasting 
valuable lesson time. Um, quite a lot of people would have thought that. And I was thinking about why that is. And I wonder if there's this general thing that you get to in your life where possibly, I don't think I'm quite at this point yet, but where you kind of go, yeah, but it's more complicated than that. Like, when you're a kid, everything seems very simple, don't it? Mm. Now, nothing I'm about to say is what I think before you start writing me stroppy emails, listener. But I think some people think that when you're a kid, everything is very simple. Obviously, we should be nice to everyone. And we shouldn't put kittens in the canal. Obviously, we should not push lipstick up the bum of a rabbit. And obviously, as that Greta Thunberg says, go back and listen to episode 130 for more on Greta Thunberg. World leaders should make acting on climate their top priority. But I reckon a lot of adults think, yeah, but it's more complicated than that. In particular, a lot of adults who are in charge of stuff, who've got like elections to fight and the sun to worry about (laughs) the newspaper. Right, yeah. Um, And do you think that this is actually the wake-up call? If you're a crusty-mouthed environmental campaigner like us and you look at it, you go, brilliant, next generation doing stuff. But I did see one poll said that actually environmental consciousness amongst this generation in general is not any higher than it has been ever. Like, There's nothing particularly radical about this lot other than they've just gone out on the streets and it hasn't changed anything yeah but it hasn't changed anything in the past when young people have been caring about something well i don't know so a whole other thing isn't it about protests and stuff isn't it right so answer my uh, delicately put question was it a question what was the question (sighs) well that was a much more dignified end for him you just punched a fish to death is there anything once you get beyond the spectacle of it yeah of it looking great there's all these kids out is it actually going to change anything? Oh, come on. I, to I, have a bunch of kids go? It's a question. I'm not saying it won't. I'm not saying it won't. But, like, is it a novelty? Or is it actually going to be something that might make Theresa May go, yeah, you're right, we better stop Brexit and worry about climate change? I think it's quite unusual to have thousands of children motivated so strongly by a thing. that they anything. <laughs> but, well, by anything. Uh well, that's the, I mean, that's the whole thing, isn't it? People always got, oh, feckless youth, youth today don't care about anything, which is, has always been bollocks and continues to be bollocks. Obviously, some youth don't care about anything. Some youth care about stuff a lot. Um, but Some adults don't care about anything. Well, exactly. Yeah. More adults don't care about anything, I'd say. Uh, it, it takes a lot for people to, to strike from school because... It's not a strike. Oh, shut up. To go to uh, a protest when they're not allowed to like a few schools i think a few head teachers said yeah all right you can go but the majority you know it was an unauthorized absence and even if their parents were like no we're doing this still it took a lot of it took a lot of guts i think it's quite a big step to do and you know i just i, I don't think that can be unnoticed what's more interesting is that it will probably be quite formative for the kids on it because you talk to people who are, you know, seasoned campaigners in anything, they, they've usually got a moment where it all sort of crystallised for them or where they met like-minded people and they were like, yeah, there's a home for me here yeah. or where new ideas started to, to formulate. I think this could be a really, like, radicalising thing. But also, there is a genuine, you know, this isn't, this isn't just any old social issue, is it? This is the end of life on Earth. Oh, come, come. <laughs> 
Well, okay. There was a study that said that they found some sort of single cell organism that seems <laughs> capable of like hibernating in extreme low and extreme high temperatures with no air. Yeah. Uh, so that might be all right. Currently, and that's the, uh, currently the new transport secretary. <laughs> hey, I think that study said that 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 means it's unlikely that Earth would become totally sterile. Right. Well, then cheer so, up. <laughs> you know, it's really <laughs> nothing to worry about. It's Don't all being overdramatized. Well, the, the talking of, of, of old crusty mass environmental campaigners, it was noticeable that some who have been less than cheery, for very good reasons, have got all cheery. Uh, notably, friend of the babble, George Monbiot, go back and listen to episode... Have a guess. Oh, Come on. 100. No. What? Yeah, oh, no, it was just before, wasn't it? That's right. It was 98 or 99. 97. 97. Going to episode 97 where we interview George Monbiot. He has said, he opened his recent piece about the school strike saying, the youth strike for climate gives me more hope than I have felt in 30 years of campaigning. Before this week, I believed it was all over. I thought, given the indifference and hostility of Dave, sorry, of those who govern us and the passivity of Dave... Sorry, the passivity of most of my generation, the climate breakdown and ecological collapse were inevitable. Now, for the first time in years, I think we can turn them around. Takes quite a lot for him to get cheery like that. Um, and it is, it's hopeful, isn't of it? It's inspiring. It. Of course it is, of course it is, of course it is. It's just, of course it is. Look, now, when we did that episode on Extinction Rebellion back in episode 128, I think, um, we talked about... Uh, we we got a bit of grief for it after, didn't we? Because some people Not accused us of yeah. being some people accused us of being a bit equivocal about Extinction Rebellion, which we weren't. We were just basically like saying, look, this is a good thing, but kind of what happens next? And I guess what happens next is my big question with it, with this school strikes thing. Like, what happens now? Like, so another, another one is what happens now. So when I was going to say is it's time, yeah, fifteenth of March, I think is. Uh, a big global one that's being organised, yeah. So presumably that'll be bigger. I take your point though. Like, I mean, is it is it going to be a weekly thing like Greta's doing or what? Or, but you don't need to have. I don't think you need to have. You know, a five year strategy document with uh, minute plans worked out. It's the energy needs to be captured and, and hopefully translated to some positive things. Don't know what. Anyway, answer my question. What? About a while ago, I asked you whether or not uh, being uh, kids don't realise how complicated stuff is. Like, it's all very well and good to say, shut this thing down, uh, don't do that climate change bad. But, like, you know, we've talked to that man from Shell back in episode uh, <laughs> 98, and he was wow. talking about how actually stuff is far more complicated. Like, you know, and it's not that easy. And... Uh, is actually what what happens to these kids if they get told or if they realise that it's more complicated than that? Is it more complicated than that? I suppose that's the question. Like, who's are the kids being naive or are the adults being uh, lost their sense of possibility? Which is it? I think it's a very comforting position to fall back on. The, it's terribly complicated. I'm not saying it's. Terrible. I know. I know you're not saying it's your. The man position. from Shell said it was terribly yeah, complicated. Yeah. But it's very because you can then just go. Here are some complicated things that you don't understand because you're 15 and you haven't worked in the energy sector for 30 years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> duh. 
Uh, here's another long word that you haven't heard before. Here's an acronym. It doesn't House. make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Financial security. <laughs> Independence from your parents. A habitable planet. Wigan Athletic. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's, it's comfortable, isn't it? And it's just a reflection of that the status quo and yeah of course stuff's complicated but if you decide you know it would have been complicated to turn the entire u.s economy to the war effort in you know whatever it was 12 months it was complicated it was complicated but it was completely doable because it was an overwhelming priority and everyone decided that's what they do so it's the complexity of it becomes irrelevant if everybody has decided that's what they want to do yeah, and I suppose that only becomes a thing that everyone decides they want to do if everyone decides they want to do it. And that starts from a bunch of people saying that they want to do it and get on with doing it, which yeah. is kind of what's happening in yeah. here. Yes. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Four years' time when we're still doing this podcast, it will be... Do I really have to keep doing this for four more years? Yeah. I'll be fair. I, I want to have your 50th birthday God, on this I feel, podcast. I feel old enough <laughs> as it is now. <laughs> I want to wheel you in. Bloody hell. <laughs> We'll have the hologram from your dismembered corpse. Well, you just like record all of the times that you get excited about something and I say, no, (laughs) (laughs) nah, nah, shit, not going to happen. What was I going to say? In four years time, I wonder whether we'll be reflecting on the fact that on the one hand, very clever scientist people who can understand all the complicated shit are going this is terrifyingly urgent, do it now. On the other, all of the people who are like newly emerged from the rabbit warren of life to go, oh, look, a huge pile of shit's heading our way. This is terrifying, doing it now. I wonder whether politicians in the middle will go, we're going to do anything. Kids, you tried your best and you failed miserably. The lesson is never try. I've read a really interesting tweet on that social media by Caitlin Moran. You know oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who, uh, of whom I am a big fan. Perhaps we'll get her on the babble one day for some spurious Amazing. reason. Amazing. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Um, and she made the point that basically said, like, all of the... What, why don't old people get it? Like, young people demand stuff changes, and then the young people get power... And they make that stuff happen. That's how change works. That's how stuff change has always worked. And that's how it will work in the future. Um, and like the old people who are grizzling against school strikes now are no different to the old people that are grizzled against things changing in the past. Like This is how it works. You don't want something to change. Young people come along and go, that's not fair. We're going to change it. And then it changes. Twas ever thus and twill be ever thus. Again, and it made me think a bit of a, r- a really good piece by uh, Jonathan Friedland in The Guardian, who was basically saying, like, uh, what are you supposed to do? And this is the thing I'm really interested in. Like, if you're a parent of one of these young reprobates who's striking off school and has, like, decided to put their vainglorious activism in front of getting a decent education, if your parents are one of them, what, and actually you want them to do it, if you're like, actually, I think that's brilliant. What are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to actually say to them, uh, oh, don't do that, you naughty, naughty souls. Uh, if you do that, I'll smack your bottom and send you to bed without any dinner. Or are you supposed to say, brilliant, go on, my son, go for it. It's the whole thing about this. Like, it's a bit naughty. That's why we call it a strike. 
it's a bit seditious mm. and a bit rebellious. And he's actually like making, like, you know, back in that Extinction Rebellion, we talked about this a bit as well. Like, is it a good thing that like this is all seen as a bit naughty? And actually, like, do you need the more that your Andrea Ledsoms and your Theresa Mays and these sort of husky voiced old stentorian people say, like, oh, naughty kids, terrible. Stentorian? Yes, yeah, stentorian. How do I get klaxoned? Stentorian's a, a word, isn't it? Yes, but I get klaxoned, uh, you will hear in the next episode, I get, <laughs> I get klaxoned <laughs> for a totally normal word and you just roll out stentorian. You don't know what it means. No, I don't know what it means. Right. <laughs> I have no idea what it means. I'm not sure I know I mean, what I'm it pretty means. sure how you meant it because I know who you were talking about, but Stentorian. I don't know what it means. It doesn't mean what I thought it meant. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> right. You're getting a double klaxon. Find me a new klaxon for, for words that are A, klaxonable, and B, aren't what you think they are. Brexit means Brexit means Brexit means... Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Again? Brexit means Brexit means... Bre- Fine. Fine. I'm sorry. Mm. The point I was trying to make before I was so rudely klaxoned, but, which I admit was my own fault, <laughs> was it's a good thing that horrible old Tories are telling young people not to go do this. Because that only makes it more likely that they're going to do it. Like, if Blue, Peter, if Blue Peter had spent the last 30 years saying, um, ooh, for God's sake, kids, uh, before you leave the house, inject heroin into your eyeballs, we'd have no drug problem. So, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the Carl Pilkington of social policy. <laughs> so, bit of that, isn't it? <laughs> Perfect. Right, stop that. Silly. Going back to your point about us being finished, um, I did some telly about this on on Friday. That's nice. For some for some reason, uh, to put you on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, although uh, our media our media officer said to me, "Now we need to find you a jacket." I was like, "Why?" I, said, I don't need to wear a jacket. She said, "Well, thing is." The students will probably look older than you do, so I mean, we need to make it clear that you're not a 15-year-old protester. It's like, fair. Uh, so I went on with my jacket, uh, her jacket, actually, hilariously, um, and uh, was on a panel with a 15-year-old who was on the protest, and if you look online, did some barnstorming speeches. Um, and it just reminded me how like amazing 15-year-olds are. He was so eloquent and fearless and thoughtful and yeah i was like god i've fallen into that trap of still thinking i'm quite young and assuming that anyone more than about six months younger than me is an idiot who's only just out of nappies and probably can just about put one wooden brick on top of the other it's like wow you're 20 years younger than me and I'm just so much more on it than I am now, let alone was at your age. And I was like, that's pretty cool. So that goes back to this idea of, you know, are they just naive and don't know how things are? I think they have wonderful clarity, a lot of these kids, about how things are. And, you know, older people are deliberately making things confused and confusing when actually it's not that complicated. No, you're right. It's not that complicated at all. Uh, well done. If you are one of them school kids what's been out on strike, and it was a strike, and I was being silly. Well done, you. Do it again uh, lots and lots of times. Do it until they kick you out of school. Do it until your entire education goes up in smoke. And then... We'll give you a job on the babble. Yay! For free. <laughs> we'll set up the Patreon uh, school strike fund <laughs> where you can come and be paid up to 
One nothing. glass of water an episode. Tizer. Have some Tizer <laughs> and like it. is just about it for another episode of The Babble. Thank you very, 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 very much, Dave, you curmudgeonly old oh, grump. You call me something else. Um, <laughs> you curmudgeonly old grump. Yes. Uh, for being babbletastic as ever. Thank you to the majestic Dickie Moore, who does the music that starts, ends and intertwinkles this podcast. And of course, thank you to Arthur Stobel, equally majestic just as grand who does the artwork that's on our website and is on our t-shirts and thank you to arabella for so nobly reading out all of their mean things that people had to say yeah. thank you arabella. yeah i bet she enjoyed that you can get in touch with us all i'm going to do this you can you can do it just pretend i'm not here here's what i'm going to do i'm going to do it in a different order that's going to help so yeah. okay you can but find i'm just us- not here like if you screw up it doesn't matter fine just, i'm just i'm just nothing you know i know you are you can do it that Come doesn't on. normally help. don't worry about me okay you can find us on the Twitter. Just go to... No, bollocks. <laughs> you do it. No, no, this is too good. We're on Twitter at the Babble Wagon. There you go, you see. Yeah. You, know, you do know it. You We're just get on, I know up. I know it. <laughs> All sorts of things don't come out of my mouth properly. We're on Facebook. Just search Sustainababble. Send us an email to hello at sustainababble.fish and we will read everything what you send us, even if it's mean. Very good. But we won't necessarily reply to it. Especially no. if it's me. Yeah. Uh, good. Right. Thank you to everybody who has bunged us. Dosh. Uh, Dave's just broken something. No, no problem. Carry on. We might need some more Dosh because I think Dave's <laughs> just broken something expensive. Uh, so any, oh, any 200, 300 pound donations, <laughs> really welcome. Uh, to do that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash sustainababble that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n where you can bung us some pennies thank you so much to the steady stream of people who are bunging us pennies uh, Jacqueline Edwards who is our most recent thank you very much Jacqueline thank you uh, we really appreciate it it enables us to mend things that Dave breaks good right uh, thanks very much Oh, we shall be back next week won't we yeah uh, during which time you won't be here you're going off on holiday this yes time. where are you off to Cornwall Cornwall yeah. very nice are you staying in any sort of novelty accommodation uh, well, a house which I suppose you know if you're under the age of about 25 <laughs> yes. is it's definitely a novelty yeah. something you'll never see the inside of uh, yeah so yeah. that's where we're going but worry not listener although Ol isn't here next week we have already recorded next week's episode so mm. there'll be babble normal babble will be resumed I wonder how out of date it will sound I wonder what momentous events we will, we, we will completely ignore anyway very good uh, so I'll speak to you then alright okay bye bye Now. Now. E. 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 Oh, they, did, they did have them up in Yorkshire as well. That's right. <laughs> right they did. Yeah. E. Cup of tea. Should I not be getting that backed at school? Then you can get that up chimney and clean the pits. Gone weird. <laughs>